and welcome to Snacks, a bite-sized pod where we discuss news, trending topics, behind-the-scenes updates, and things that caught our attention. Today is Tuesday. We're talking all things tech. Al Bradford, welcome. I know this is your favourite day of the week, mate, so I'm excited. How are you? I've put on the space goggles, mate. I've uh, got out the keyboard and the iPads and surrounded myself in computers and screens. I'm ready to talk about some tech. Oh, you love it, mate. Do you have dreams about computers and stuff? Is that is that like a thing? I don't, but I've always liked playing playing video games. And I, I was Em and I were actually having a joke about some some different games and things that you grew up playing. But we can kick off that. I don't mind kicking that. What was your favorite game as a kid? Um, video game. Tekken 3 and Tony Hawk Pro Skater were the two and Shane War 99 were probably the three that I played in AFL 99, probably four games that I played obsessively and that's about it. But I know you want to talk about the games that you played. So what were they? I liked Tony Hawk. It was a big one. Mm. Kelly Slater Pro Surfer, which was just like Tony Hawk, but they just somehow just done a shitty little wave in there. That was like um, Dave Mirror, his his, uh, bike one or whatever it was, his fucking BMX one. Same shit. It was like Tony Hawk, but just a different sport. Yeah, you can make the surfers do like, I don't know, 1080 spins on the wave and you're like well that's not realistic but it's cool to do yeah 100 bro i like in the cheat mode you know what i mean in the cheat mode i like that but i i also played heaps of mario kart mario kart that's mario kart nintendo 64 i just i challenge anyone out there hey well speaking of that we actually did go to a, a competition a mario kart nintendo 64 competition at bartronica a few years ago and me and you went and i come as the inexperienced rookie not much experience not much care really for it, but you could just see all these nerds just coming in hot and they were just all ready and rearing. It's like they've been practicing for months. And anyway, I ended up making through to the third round. Or something. I, I, I won one game, which was fucking amazing for me. I was pretty happy, but you came second, didn't you? I made it to the final. It was in battle and I was disappointed that I actually lost. It got done by a straight banana, which was <laughs> my ego was actually hurt. I was going there expecting to walk out with the gold medal. You were we, actually, yeah. We booked the VIP booth. Where was it? That ding dong lounge. We just said, I don't think there's a, bar, a VIP booth down at Bartronica. And is that still open? I don't know, but maybe we should pay a visit again soon. I feel like that'd be actually pretty fun. Anyway, let's get into the day because there's plenty to cover. And we don't have much time, so let's do it. All right. First article comes from Reva Gold, editor at LinkedIn News. Apple pushes back on remote work. Apple remains committed to requiring, uh, to requiring most employees to work at the office at least three days a week from September. Despite staff opposition, The Verge reports employees had written a letter asking for the policy to be reversed, giving all teams the option to work remotely. We believe, and their response was, we believe that in-person collaboration is essential to our culture and our future. A senior vice president said in a video recording seen by The Verge, any new remote positions, however, will require executive approval. What do you think of Apple's hybrid policy? Share your comments and thoughts below. Well, it depends how hard they went early with the remote work, where the saviors and where the coolest company ever, and you don't have to go back in the office. And now they're back flipping. Like, I feel like that's pretty bad. But at the end of the day, like, there's two bad things that have happened. You know what I mean? Like, right now you're coming out getting exposed and you promised all them things, or whether you're just like when all the other companies at the time where they weren't really not too sure what to do. So, I could, I, if I was a staff member employee there, I'd be a bit pissed off if they said, Oh, we're going doing all this and then we're changing it, but I don't know the full situation. So I'm going to sit on the fence. Yeah. Get off the fence, mate. Have an opinion. I don't know. What do you think? And then I'll just back you up. I think good on Apple. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I think that if someone's going to have a crack and they want it back the other way, because a lot of people are going straight into this nomad life and I don't want to come here and I don't want to do everything. Mm. I'll tell you what, there's a lot of things. It's a talent's market, but I, I don't get to dictate everything. 
Yeah, no, I I agree, and there has to be. I just think there has to be something in the middle. I think if you can create a strong enough brand or or crew around that, like you want people to come back in and do that stuff anyway. So rather, you just don't want them feeling like they don't want to come back in. You know what I mean? You want to make it fun. That's what we're seeing. A lot of people change now to if we're going to catch up in person, you be in the office. It's not for work stuff. It's more just to hang out and have them water cooler moments, go get sushi and chill out and talk shit behind people's backs, you know, whatever, but (laughs) you don't, you know, you go back home and do the work, you know? Yeah. I do find it difficult though, when they try and mandate three days, I I think that it has to be done with the work. I think this hybrid where a lot of companies are struggling at the moment is what is the right hybrid model? I think everything changes for each company, right? So Mm. if you do have staff that are already, geographically located different places and it's actually you're finding it easier to collaborate and do things remote online and you want to go down that pathway sweet but maybe apple because they've got so many staff they want to they want a bit more accountability yeah it's all yeah it's all situational isn't it really correct so that's not sitting on the fence i don't know what is (laughs) but i do think good on apple for at least coming out there and having a different opinion because i think that a lot of right now companies are sort of almost scared they don't know how to play it what to offer what to Mm. do I think if you create a strong enough culture and the opportunity is strong enough that I'm telling you right now, there's going to be people lining up still to work at Apple if they change the policy. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Yeah. It's just a, yeah, whatever. I don't really care. All right. Anymore. Next article comes from Libby Sander from smart company. New study shows open plan office noise increases stress and worsens mood. If you've ever felt your noisy open plan office makes you cranky and sends your heart racing, our new research shows you aren't imagining it. Prior to the pandemic, 70% of office-based employees worked in open plan offices. Employee complaints about the design are rife. So I'll give you the hot tip. I don't really like working in this is a funny sort of follow-on article from the first one. I don't want to be work right next to someone. I get I'm too easily distracted and I too easily distract other people. Yeah, I I never really I can never work from an office, to be honest. I like doing maybe off-sites where we go for something and it's intentional, but if it's daily stuff where it's like you're sitting here or even that open plan where you're hot desking and shit. Like, I just want to know where I'm sitting, where I can do my work and get my shit done and then have a space where I can, we can hang out and talk shit and stuff. Like I feel, I don't know. I just, I'm the same as you. I don't want people listening into my calls and stuff. I'm the biggest brown noser ever, you know? I don't want to also like we work sometimes from the same table and stuff, but even then I feel a bit awkward if I'm sending emails, I don't want to look over and go, I've just sent a great email. What do you think? Yeah, but you actually do like that because you ping you me anyway when do you that send too, mate. Don't pretend like you don't do that. <laughs> you go, what do you think of this? I'm, I'm pretty impressed. I'm pretty happy with this. You're dreaming, mate. You're dreaming. Uh, but do you like working together? I, I like having the tunes pumping. If we've got, like, if we've got tasks to do and we know, all right, we've got like two hours to smash this out and we can help each other with stuff while we do it, like admin sort of stuff. I like that. I, I your music's too loud for me. Yeah, I pump it, and you're just like you make it too loud, and I can't concentrate, so I have to leave. Yeah, you always. Which is fine. It's your house. You can have the music, whatever. But most of the time, you let the music run out anyway because you're a shit host and you're a shit <laughs> DJ. Oh, next article. Next article comes from Louis Costello from Business Insider. The four main reasons Australians quit their jobs to become their own bosses. Despite the on- ongoing challenge caused by COVID nineteen, Australian and New Zealand entrepreneurs are feeling rather optimistic about their respective businesses, according to a new study by Frost and Sullivan in collaboration collaboration with Oracle Netsuite. A study examined 233 entrepreneurs from ANZ to gain insight into attitude shifts brought on by the pandemic, concluding that 83% of Australian entrepreneurs surveyed emerged from the last year feeling confident about their businesses and the next stage of growth. So the four big things that that the main reasons that the survey found that people jump shipped was for gaining control, 
overall dissatisfaction, greater work-life balance, and financial success. Interesting. You've had a few people reach out to you at the moment about how do you make that step? They're interested in the stuff that you've been putting out. They've been following along with the journey of the pod or our businesses. What have you been saying to them? You're you're the oracle now. Oh, I I don't know. I feel a bit of pressure when people reach out and they ask, you know, um, how how has it been since making the big move and stuff? And to be honest, like, I don't think I'm the best at giving that advice because, like, even with me jumping ship and us starting our own business and stuff, it's very on the fly. I just think it's self-confidence is a big thing. And I feel like when people talk about us and, and where it all started for us, it didn't start last year with the podcast, man. It started 2017 when we were doing media stuff and we were hustling, freelance, and just not sort of knowing what we were doing but just having a crack. And I feel like, you know, if you want to sort of get out of what you're doing, like start doing things, be a bit curious. I mean, it's hard. Like if you don't feel curious about stuff, then you probably shouldn't do it. But if you're naturally curious and you want more, then just sort of dip your toe, start doing some things. So you don't have to quit your job straight away, but just start, you know, learning new things and learning more things like YouTube, man, like unreal. Like we learned all our shit on YouTube, man. To have honest. a play with some Lego, you know, don't just think about playing Lego, start building some shit. Yeah. I like failure. All you experience is again. Yeah, it's hard. Like, honestly, it's fucking hard and things things stuff up all the time. So if you're just going to be like, I've got a good idea and I, I tried to get it to work and then this happened and then I had to stop. And Well, you didn't. You just need to find a way to make it work. You know what I mean? Like, it's just you have to love doing the work, you know? Like, yeah. if you don't love doing the work, then what's you're not going to love doing it. You know what I mean? I think so too. You got to, and you got to realize that if you want to, it's not an easy step. And if you're trying to transition across, I think there's an interesting topic maybe to go into a deep dive would be like, when's the right time to jump? Yeah. So for different people, it's, and I think it's all situational and what you can, Yeah. each person has a different threshold of their risk tolerance, where they are financially, what their background or experience is. But if you want to start something in the safest, easiest way to do it is have a look at the type of stuff that you could be doing that interests you. And figure out how you can start playing there, whether it's been offering free services, whether you'd be shadowing people, whether it's deconstructing case studies and having a crack at rebuilding examples yourself. Like, what can you do to demonstrate the skills that you have in the thing that you're interested in that allows you a greater opportunity to get that job or move towards a business that sells that service or product? Provide a solution for a brand that you love for free and then see what happens. You know, like I've I've, I've read all that. I've heard people talk about that sort of stuff, but... If you, if you add some value, if you come with, with solutions and like, if I had a job interview now and they were looking for something, I'll be trying to see what they were looking for and then come with a solution and go, Hey, just from the outside looking in, I gathered this, if this is what it's like, I feel like we can go in these sort of directions and you come with ideas and, and stuff. Cause it's just solution based sort of work. You know what I mean? Like if you yeah, want to get, don't get, that. don't get disheartened with no's. I think that's an, yeah. even if you do offer that and someone says, no, go and yeah. find someone else similar and offer it to them. You know, yeah, like or, I think and that, think about what you're doing and just see what the feedback was. You know what I mean? Like you got to you got to take some things on board, but not everything. You got to tweak some things and stuff. But you got to learn to have a thick skin. I think that's what we've had to learn, isn't it? Like you just have to. It doesn't fucking whatever. You know, hundred percent. Whatever you need to do. Hey, but you know what? Tech Tuesdays up. We've had enough of you. Go enjoy your day, and we'll love you and leave you. See you tomorrow for another episode. Is that it? That's it. Snacks done. I thought we had heaps more. We don't. We just whiz through it. We just whizzed through. It's hard being efficient, isn't it? Oh, I like it.